Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, CM Punk denies being all elite. We recap NXT UK and preview tonight's SmackDown. But first, who is all elite's new man? Larson, what's in the news? So the talk of the wrestling world over the last, I don't know, a couple days, two, three days, there isn't dynamite. Who is AEW's new huge signing? They're announcing a revolution this Sunday. Who's of the course, new man, brother? Yes, Paul White talked about it on Dynamite. Tony Khan uh, talked about it on the AEW Unrestricted podcast shortly thereafter. And then today, Tony Khan appeared on Busted Open and uh, dropped potentially some more hints as to who this new signing is going to be. Is what Tony Khan had to say. Quote, it's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, and I'm very excited about it. It's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. I tipped this on, on Unrestricted. I tipped the gender as male. He's coming. Mm-hmm. He's going to do great things for us. He's committed. He's going to sign a contract for us Sunday on pay-per-view, and we're going to have all these great matches, and we'll also have this big news coming out of the show. So uh, one of the hosts on Busted Up today was Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Henry seemed very excited about all this. Because it's him about to cash in, get that big money. I mean, he's one of the names that was uh, floated as a, a, a potential uh, uh, signing. I know he said that he wanted to have one more match, but I thought he said he was like six months out from from having said match. But, mm-hmm. you know, just because they're bringing in a huge name, one of Tony Khan's all-time favorite wrestlers, according to him, doesn't necessarily mean they're bringing someone in to wrestle, per se, you know? Uh, I mean, he did. I don't know. He said we're going to have all these great matches. I <laughs> know, but I, I listened to the quote and it made it seem like we're going to have all these great matches. Plus, plus we'll uh-huh. have this news coming out of the show. That's okay. right. how it, it felt to me. So, uh, Solo Monster, Solo Monster, sorry, noted on Twitter, uh, quote, it's worth noting that he once named his Mount, he, Tony Khan, named his Mount Rushmore of wrestlers as Chris Jericho, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, Bret Hart, Steve Hoff, Steve Austin, right. of course. All right. Gr- Chris Jericho. Yeah. I can't talk right now. Chris Jericho. Probably because <laughs> you're doing Stone Cold in my ear. Uh, Chris Jericho, of course, has already signed to AEW. Yeah. Ric Flair, uh, his daughter's a WWE. I have a hard time believing he's going to leave WWE. No. What? Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, S- Steve Austin has a podcast on the yeah. WWE Network. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, if this wrestler is is on Tony Khan's personal Mount Rushmore, the only one it could be is Bret Hart. I'm not saying it is because well, he was the first AEW World Champion. Yeah, he, well, he was the first person to hold the belt. Um, uh, uh, you know, there's uh, some of my favorite wrestlers aren't necessarily on my personal Mount Rushmore of wrestling, though. So, yeah. Well, no. I mean, everybody can be a fan of Kurt Angle because it's totally Kurt Angle. It's a hundred thousand percent Kurt Angle. You know who it's not though? CM Punk. At least he's denying it. That's right. Naturally, speculation has run rampant about who this Hall of Fame worthy talent signee is going to be. As we just did, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, or Christian, or could it be CM Punk? CM Punk did a brief Twitter Q and A and prefaced the whole thing by saying, "No, dummy, it's not me." Yeah. In the Q&A thread, someone asked Punk to confirm that he wasn't going to be All Elite come Sunday, and he stated, 100%, not me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be Phil. It's not no, going to be Phil. It's 1,000% Kurt Angle. He just said, I just read this, or I just read this about, like, uh, he had a thing up on his podcast where he said, uh, you know, he knew that he was, when he, got, when he had that huge squash match against uh, Drew, when Drew just pummeled him, he was like, yeah, I realized that I made a mistake when I came into the company. I'm paraphrasing. I made a mistake when I came into the company because I figured they were going to use me as wrestling. And then Vince just used me as a GM. And then I realized that they were going to use me in this way. This dude still has world titles on his mind or at least relevancy on his mind. It's going to be Kurt Angle. And he's everybody's one of everybody's favorite wrestlers, by the way. There ain't a person alive who thinks, oh, yeah, Kurt Angle. Remember how awesome he was in everything he did? No, he wasn't that good. Nobody's ever said that ever. Nobody. Because he's awesome. Every single box, every box. He checked. He checks them all. He checks them all. It's him. Two guys for me. It's him and Eddie Guerrero like checked off like max personality and max in-ring ability. Those guys can put on seven star matches and be the most entertaining people on the microphones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. Yeah, clear. And one of those guys is unfortunately not with us. The other guy is Kurt Angle. He's still going to be wrestling. So pff, pff, it's Kurt Angle. Angle elite wrestling. Yeah. I don't know. What is What's your, what's your get to it? What's, what's oh, your top? It's, it's probably, it's probably be Kurt Angle. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Christian I mean, wouldn't I, I, surprise I mean, me. Christian wouldn't surprise Christian me. would surprise me given that Edge is back in WWE. He's been kind of involved in that. He might have now that Edge is back, especially he might have an angle uh, to get some more work in WWE if he's been cleared uh, when he seems he has been. Uh, I'd be excited if it was Mark Henry. Oh, um, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mark Henry's great. Yeah, he's um, awesome. He's fantastic. Um, I'd be super excited if it was him. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, it, it's. And it, it's 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 easy to try, try to parse exactly what Paul White said. You know, he said a Hall of Fame worthy or caliber wrestler. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, if he says Hall of Fame worthy, it makes you think this individual's not in the Hall of Fame. Because if it's a Hall, if they were in the Hall of Fame, you'd see a Hall of Famer. I uh, yeah no I, I I agree with you in that if you're if if you are taking very specifically what he said, yeah. like. If he were to say, hey, I don't know how much that when because, you know, when they refer to Hall of Fame, they're probably referring to WWE, you know, like Jericho or the wrestling or, observer or yeah, or going in raw. <laughs> um, Definitely not going in raw. Hall of Fame. Probably man. not. Probably not. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just take his words to just generally mean, you know, he could be in the Hall of Fame or he could actually be in the Hall of Fame now. It could be either one. That's sort of how I took it, but I could I take your meaning as yeah, well. Yeah, it could be, yeah. you know, literal yeah. as well. Yeah. Anyway, speaking uh, of 
the mm-hmm. stock NXT UK. I actually watched the main event. Oh uh, yeah, great match, huh? Really good, really yeah, good, really fantastic stuff. I was gonna, I was gonna segue with speaking of future Hall of Famers, Mako Satamora yeah, versus Kayla Ray put it on an absolute clinic. Um, I'm bummed out that you didn't watch the opener though, Ilya Dragunov versus Sam Gradwell. Oh, did he wreck him? He did wreck him, and there was another key has been unlocked. Which I hadn't noticed. I'd have to. I know it was on the last one as well, but I didn't realize it in the first one. In terms of what actually triggers Ilya's trance state of violence, and it's the chop because oh, of Walter. Oh, yeah, it's all coming together. So Gradwell comes out and he literally yells, "How you doing, Soviet baby?" I, here's the thing. I don't know the exact year. I think it was 91 that the that the Soviet Union stopped being a thing. Ilya was born in Russia. So yeah. I don't think it's a pro- and he, but he was born in 93. So I, I I think it's inappropriate for Gradwell to be throwing that around. Yeah. Yeah. But he has no problem with it. Uh so anyways, uh, uh yeah, Ilya doesn't really I I don't think Ilya really needed a snap. He didn't really need to to trance out into this particular match, but he did anyways. Uh, he was pretty much handling Gradwell uh, all over the place. Uh, and in fact, he was trying to, because Gradwell would keep on talking and talking, uh, Ilya would try to calm himself down during the match. He's very emotionally, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, torn up about this whole thing about him snapping and losing time, basically. Uh, so, yeah, towards the finish of the match, uh, it was basically Gradwell uh, uh, chopped, gives a big chop. He hits a sent. Ilya hits a big sent on from the top. He rushes at Gradwell, who moves, and Ilya hits a turnbuckle pad, uh, or eats one of the turnbuckles. And then Gradwell chops Ilya's back, same way Walter loves to chop people's backs. Mm-hmm. And that triggered the trance state. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gradwell then uh, gets Ilya up at a fireman carry, but of course that leaves Ilya's elbows free. He just starts elbowing the crap out of Gradwell's head. Uh, goes, he sort of collapses to the ground as he's still being elbowed. He continues to elbow. The ref calls the match. You know, Ooh. TKO for Ilya. He just keeps on elbowing. The ref, a bunch Ooh. of refs come down to keep him off, and and then Ilya like almost attacks one of the refs. He gets him in the corner. He's like doing this, and then he snaps out of it, and then he starts freaking out in remorse, like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And then you see Gradwell blood coming out of his mouth, and he starts smiling because look at the monster that he has uh, oh, unleashed in, in the emotional turmoil of the Soviet baby. Uh, after that, we had another lucky kid Teoman video. That I saw. Uh, I watched that. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, it was a cool, cool looking video. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about his family, but it's not about how rich you are or what life gives you. It's about how hard you fight to make people honor and respect you, and how far you're willing to go to make people fear you. So I think he's like rich guy who likes to scare people or something. I don't know. Uh, after that, we had Zia Brookside, uh, or sorry, Zia Brookside and Aaliyah James uh, eating some scones. And uh, Aaliyah James says these scones are awfully dry. Uh, Zia Brookside. These scones are making me thirsty. (laughs) They're making me very thirsty. And so uh, Zia Brookside says, hey, Nina Samuels, you're my personal assistant for a month. Uh, She needs some tea to go with her scones. Why they wouldn't fix that in the first place because they're having scones, and typically that's a combination there. So uh, Nina fixes her tea. Nina's in her wrestling gear, mind you. Fixes her tea. <laughs> and uh, and then she brings her over to Aaliyah James and says, Oh no, I'm actually good right now. I gotta I gotta go hit the gym anyways. And then, oh, Nina's very upset about Ooh. that she just had to make a cup of tea that wasn't gonna be used. Ooh. After that, did you watch the supernova sessions with Tyler Bate? 
no. with Taoist Zen uh, Tyler Bate. Did he not. came out wearing a smock. It really? was a flowy smock, all black. He looked like a Jedi, um, but all black. So maybe, well, like a Luke Jedi, I guess. Like yeah, a, yeah, Return, Return of the, of the Jedi, Jedi. yeah, about. or the end of the Mandalorian season two. Anyways, uh, Noam Dar's like uh, he actually, yeah, he <laughs> he starts out by saying, uh, Noam Dar starts actually starts out reading some reviews of his show, two of which are glowing, and the other one says he sucks. And he's like, okay, time for no more reviews. And then uh, Tyler Bate comes out. He's got on like sandals. He's got that smock. And uh, Noam Dar's like, okay, so what's this new approach, this new outlook, this Zen outlook of yours? And Tyler Bate says he's chosen to be in the world, to exist in the world in a way that's led him to understand himself more because mastery of self (laughs) brings one power. So he's looking to become the master of his own domain, Larson. Oh, he I'm is. assuming this just means he's stopped cranking. Yep, sounds uh, like. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so Dar says, okay, so now you're all into Zen stuff, uh, <clears throat> which means, right, no matter how much someone tries to push your buttons, you don't react to it. And Tyler Bates like, that's not really how that works. And uh, Dar says, you know what, you're 23 years old, which is crazy to think he's still that's just 23. Nuts. He says, you've had such an amazing career. And then he sort of cracks a vegan joke. He says, I'm sorry you can't eat any of the things that I've prepared here today, but I have prepared a vegan meal for you. And he just gets off the floor behind him like a stalk of broccoli. He brings it over to Bate. He drops it on the floor and then picks it back up and gives it to Bate. Bate sort of laughs. And then he goes over and he picks up, you would appreciate this, a giant, like two handfuls of spinach, just spinach leaves. And he goes and he just sort of drops him in the lap of Tyler Bate. Bates sort of laughs it off. He picks up one. He's like, ooh, delicious. And he takes a bite of the spinach leaf. Dar doesn't like that he's not able to get under his skin. And -hmm. he says, well, you weren't laughing last time you were on the show when you challenged A-Kid to a match for the Heritage Cup and lost. And Bates says, I don't feel bad about my losses. We only lose what we cling to. And Dar says, I don't even know what that means. But next week, you have to fight Mastiff. So you have to be scared about that because I'd be scared. And Bates says, you know what? Since coming back... I've had my sights set on the Heritage Rules Cup, so if you think one bump is enough to crush my spirit, think again. I've asked Johnny Saint, slimy Sid, uh, next week, my match is going to be with Mastiff is going to be Heritage Cup Rules, uh, and he says, where fear ends, life begins, and they have like a standoff, like Dar gets in his face, and then Bait does this, which means this is coming, but that just makes Dar fall back. And then he says, play that funky music. And then he starts posing. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, man. That's odd. Sounds like he an said, Yeah, he also says, I may be Zen, but I'm nobody's doormat. And then he says, play that funky music. Dun, dun, dun. Anyways, I think they even played like the Supernova Sessions music. It's not even his music. Hmm. After that, we had Ben Carter in the Performance Center. Basically, a little interview it says, I train in America, so I'm just learning the British style of, uh, of, of things now, of wrestling now. He says, I'm loving life which he really does seem to be enjoying himself. Uh, after that, we had a brief Aaliyah James video package, kind of going over her past. Then we had Isla Dawn with a Ouija board channeling dark forces of some sort, and she has every witch's trope available to her. She has a crystal ball, tarot yeah. cards, and a Ouija she board. The cauldron with the... the, the, the I think there might have been one. It. There might have been one in the background because there was a little bit of like foggy steam or whatever. Oh, you know, you something, go. something going on there. So she's got everything you need to be a proper witch. 
Uh, I, th- there was no indication, I don't think, as to who she was going after. Anyway, gotcha. Uh, after that, we had a tag match: Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Larson, do you remember when we were covering NXT UK and Amir Jordan was trying to get Kenny Williams to dance? Yeah, he's still doing that. Yeah, I think Long-term between COVID, between COVID and <laughs> Kenny Williams being out from injury, I think they've just been out for like a long, long time. Uh, they were taking on Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith. Uh, Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan won, but it was basically because it, it finished up with like a pinning combo where uh, uh, Oliver Carter had like a pin that looked like it was going to go to three on Amir Jordan. And Kenny Williams at ringside sort of grabbed uh, one of their legs and brought it and rolled it so that mm-hmm. uh, his guy, Jordan, got the win. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're going to play up a story where Jordan thinks that they're good guys, but Williams is going to be, like, cheating to get Start their wins. Yeah. And then at some point, at some point, Jordan's going to find that out and maybe either be into it or not into it. I don't know, but that seems to be the way they're going here. Maybe if they turn heel, but uh, Kenny Williams dances with them, then he'll be fine with it. He'll be okay with it. He'll be, oh, okay, well, that's nice of you. Uh, after they'll have some tea and scones. After that, we had a promo video for uh, uh, Joey Connors uh, and Ginny versus uh, Jack Stars and Piper Niven. Uh, it was, I mean, we got to hear Jack Stars talk for once, so that's cool. He might actually be on a winning end of this match, but probably not because it's a mixed tag match. And I think the only time Niven's going to get this win is going to be over a straight up one on one fight with Ginny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Williams and Jordan have an interview after their win. They're very happy because they're taking on former tag champs, uh, Mark, uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews next week. And then we add Mako Satamora versus Kaylee Ray. Yeah, really good match. Really good. They really good for like 20 some minutes. They gave it was it. like, yeah, it had like an over, it was like an hour and eight minutes the whole episode. And I think mm-hmm. they started at the quarter hour mark. Yeah, like 46, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was great, man. Mako was dominating early with a lot of wrestling stuff. And then Kaylee Ray was able to sort of get back control went going to the outside where she's more comfortable, like, you know, doing stuff like draping DDTs off the apron, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, some really great back and forth is basically Kaylee Ray trying to get the gory bomb off during this match. She was able to get it off once, but took a little too long for the pin. Mako was able to kick out of it. Uh, let's see here. Back in the ring. Oh, we got a great uh, uh, Death Valley. I like that. I like that, that the difference between a Death Valley bomb and a Death Valley driver because uh, uh, it looked like a Death Valley driver, but Nigel referred to it as a Death Valley bomb, which is basically you don't drive them. You just sort of let them back bump. Dump. Dump them yeah. off your shoulders. You dump them off your shoulders. Like an AA. Yeah. I learned new things when I listen to Nigel McGinnis. That's why I love him so much. He knows his stuff, man. He does. Uh, so anyways, uh, back in the ring, Mako eats knees on a frog splash attempt. Okay, that's when the gory bomb happens. Mako kicks out of that. Uh, Kaylee Ray misses a senton attempt from the top. Uh, we get an attempt at a Scorpio Rising axe kick. Uh, Kaylee Ray is able to counter with a gory bomb attempt. Uh, Mako counters with, I think, like a code red and then they go back and forth trying to get off finishers. Kaylee Ray finally hits the Gory Bomb for three. Terrific, terrific yeah, match. It was really, it was a really fun match. Really fun. If you haven't seen it yet, it's definitely worth sneaking out. Absolutely. Uh, we got a SmackDown tonight. Two matches announced. First, Steel Cage bout between Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso. I believe Daniel Bryan wins. He gets this title shot at Fast Lane. Also, Bianca Belair will battle. Uh, WB Women's Tag Champion Shayna Baszler. They announced uh, yesterday, I think, that Sasha and Bianca are getting another crack at those tag titles. At Fastlane. That's happening yeah. at Fastlane, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I kind of wonder if uh, I get. I don't know what this cage match. I get the feeling Daniel Bryan's going to lose this also, because wouldn't they rather have the tag match go down at Fastlane than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than not than mm-hmm. just a singles match? Mm-hmm. Should be a really good match though. Smackdown yeah, you'd think they'd rather have the tag match because if Daniel Bryan does get that title shot at Fastlane, it seems a mere formality, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. A hundred percent, it does. Whereas there's uh, potential intrigue if the the tag match happens. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, anyways, hopefully you'll join us tonight for our SmackDown recap live on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, so yeah. And then of course this Sunday, we're going to be doing our live reactions to, uh, what's it called? I think the enforcer has his predictions up. Yep. He's got a, he's got another manic pick. Yeah, Larson. Uh, if you're looking for the link, check out our predictions. The link to the enforcers video is, is in our video. I get the feeling if MJF and Jericho win those tag titles, he's walking away with the trios title. He has a lot of points on that match. Yep. All right. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support going in raw today by becoming a friendo club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including friendo club arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.